Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Recorded live from the lobby of the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. You're listening to D.C. Public Library on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. This is an episode of All Things Local, and I'm your host, Ray Barker, a Special Collections Archivist at D.C. Public Library. Uh, Today we are speaking with Athena Angelos and Chris Grady about photography, their photography, um, music, D.C. music, taking pictures of D.C. music, etc., so, uh, welcome, guys. Hi. Hi. It's happening now. So, we will dive in right now with Athena. I just want to, you know, these questions are going to apply to both of you, but I thought I'd start with you, Athena, and then mm-hmm. we move over to Chris, and then we could do some cross-fire uh, conversations. But, um, <laughs> Athena, can you tell me, like, uh, just start with who you are? Wow, Ray. Um, diving right in. So my name's Athena Angelos, and I was born here in D.C. Um, and the older I get, the more amazed I am that, you know, I sort of turned out to be the person I am and in D.C. for so much of that time. Um, I went to through the D.C. public schools. I started taking pictures actually before high school, um, but I was the photo editor at, for the Wilson Beacon. Yeah, and I meant to say that, you know, we're going in the order in which I met each of you separately and uh-huh. invited you together today because at the at the uh, Tinleytown Art All Night thing, mm-hmm. is that where I mm-hmm. met you? Yes. And you were, I'm talking, this is my part to talk, uh, but I saw you hanging photographs of Fort Reno and of your friends at the shows and stuff, so at what point, right. I mean, if we could talk about you were taking pictures in high school Uh and then like what was your subject matter then versus sort of the period I'm talking about of the show at the show I saw. Right so um, I always liked photography and I started out mostly because I inherited my father's World War II Leica and my parents let me set up a dark room in the house and so I just I liked everything about it and I primarily shot you know my friends the neighborhood just it was it was always more about um, the act of looking and capturing what I saw, um, and then yeah, and then I was at Wilson from 1979 or 80 to 82, so my friends were in bands, and you know it was a social thing to go out and go to the bands, and I realized early on I think like a lot of women photographers. Um, having your camera with you makes you more comfortable and it gives you a reason to be there. Um, and it was, it was back in the time when not everyone had a camera and there were shows where I was the only person with a camera. So and it was like, uh, I guess having a camera in your hand is like, I'm on, I'm doing work kind of. Yeah. Or there's like another dimension of why you're there. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm a, I'm a small person and so at some of these these hardcore shows, people would sort of protect me mm-hmm. and let me, oh, she's got a camera, let her, let her get up close and, and shoot pictures. 
Um, right, and I'm kind of obsessed with places, like where shows happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, what were some of these? Uh, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, a lot of DC space, certainly the old 930 Club, um, Friendship Station was a place where my friends played a lot. Um, the Gentry, Ted Lou's, uh, you know, some of these places that don't exist anymore. Um, and then Fort Reno. Um, I loved going to the concerts at Fort Reno. Right, and then uh, at that show I saw, I mean, I was drawn by the, I mean, you were telling me how you were just like, you just started by taking pictures of your friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, it's still kind of that. (laughs) And then, uh, and can you mind walking me through, I kind of drilling down into this a little Mm -hmm. bit, but then we can move on. Sure. But like, I kind of stopped you when you were talking about like, there weren't many female photographers or any photographers. Uh Uh-huh. and if just kind of setting the scene, so you're at a show and you're taking pictures and mm-hmm. then like, what were your ambitions or if there were any, were there creative ambitions or professional ambitions or was it just like, this is fun. I like music. These are my friends. I'm taking their pictures. And right. End of story. I would, I would say, um, I, I like taking pictures. I was, I was especially excited and still am, uh, by photographing bands, um, Sports also, although I I don't shoot sports anymore. Um, but you know, with bands, it's about you're watching and you're listening, and your your um, the goal is capturing the energy that that they're putting off. Um, and and if you know their music, if you know the songs, you can anticipate you know when something's going to happen, when somebody's going to jump, when the, he's going to do the thing with the guitar. Um, and so, yeah, that's all, it's, it's just really electric and, and exciting. Um, and then, yeah, and I, I miss the old film days where you had to wait to see what you got. That's what I was getting at. I mean, did, but did you have professional ambitions or was it just, this is my life, this is the material of my life and I'm taking pictures because that's like that's what, what yeah my life is. more more not that. like i'm going to be a photographer capital p i'm going to sell these photos right to the city paper and make 25 dollars right right but i will say that early on you know my my work was acknowledged and i was paid by the guys at discord because i took some of the pictures of the early bands and they wanted them for a record cover the back of the record a book whatever and um, Jeff Nelson, who I'm very excited to, I'll be seeing him this Friday. He's coming to town. Um, he was always so good about contacting me, asking me was it okay, and telling me, you know, look for the check. Um, and so, which was, you know, that was really nice for a 19-year-old. Um, and and it began to plant the seed of oh I guess this this is a valuable thing this is a commodity that can be sold at the same time I you know I did a few uh, I worked for a wedding photographer for one summer and after that I thought oh my god I do not want to be a professional photographer really? like, like the, the restrictions or the the bor- stress the stress yeah. <clears throat> of you have to get it right. Um, and so, yeah, I still I still prefer to just shoot when I want to for myself, for my friends. No pressure, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, what were who were some of the bands you were taking pictures of? Um, well, it was it was you know the Discord guys when they were just getting started. So it was their Ian's first band. Because this is right around eighty eighty one when he started. Yeah, the Teen Idols stuff. Um, a little bit of Minor Threat, SOA. Um, the Slicky Boys, 
Um, they're still a favorite. Uh, I mean, yeah. That's okay. And we can, yeah. why don't we uh, refer to, I asked uh, Chris and uh, Athena to bring physical materials because uh, podcasting, by the way, is not a visual medium. And we're talking about photography, which is only that. So I asked them each to bring photographs, um, not curated really, I don't think. It was not that focused, but more just like things to pull out for talking points. Mm -hmm. And why don't we do that right now? I mean, what do we... Right. What okay. do we have? What is that? So I see it's black and white. It's uh, yeah, they're all black and white. These are eight by ten prints that um, have held up pretty well, considering I processed them myself. And in the basement at your house. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And um, like this one, this one I I brought because I know. So it shows a it's a probably homeless woman sleeping on a bench at Dupont Circle. And this would have been in like 1980, 81. I see it. Um, and yeah, and then I, you know, I, I took that picture and I cut out little hearts and had them streaming up from her head. And it, it, and I made it into a Valentine and I gave it to my friends. And I, I'm not sure what I was thinking, but, but when I look back at that now, it's I don't know that's that's part of what I, I like about photography is is it's it's just a, a moment of the world that I'm seeing and um, yeah and and you can say something with it and then these these are just you know this is growing up in D.C. it's your friends you know kind of posing in front of the house where Lincoln died um, these are two high school friends uh, at the it was the barn structure at Fort Reno that's no longer there. But, you know, it was just a really good shot. And, and I sold so many prints of this to my friends for a dollar. <laughs> uh, this is a fun graduation picture um, from Wilson. Fourth of July on the mall with our feet in the reflecting pool. Um, and then here's, yeah, here's Ian in, and Minor Threat at DC space. And I think you this, wrote on the back of it. And said, well, I think it's funny. It says minor threat Ian's band. <laughs> I didn't write this. I think, um, yeah, they were originally known as Ian's band. I think I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. Just not. I, this might be Cynthia Connolly's handwriting because this is one of the prints I gave her for band in DC. I mm. think so. I, there is a print in band in DC. Cynthia. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, several in that. This is one of my favorite shots that you know, nobody has used it. Um, and it was just a crowd at the Scandals show. That was a, a club in Georgetown. And then this, the grid that's drawn on it um, was for a, an art exercise in, in college, you know, where you have to enlarge a portion of something the old-fashioned way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, these are great. Yeah, yeah. Flesh Towns at the 930 yeah, Club. Great. Guys in a basement. So. Good times, though. Uh, that's great. That's, yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the photos to sh prove it. Um, but let's see. So we were talking about, um, you know, professional ambitions and things like that. But I wanted to go back. Can you talk me through a little bit about the good old days of, like, printing photos in the basement oh, at your parents' house and what that was like? Sure. So at my parents' house, it was actually, we didn't have a basement. Um, but we had a, it was a tiny utility room. I don't know why I thought basement, but. Well, that's where it would usually be. Okay. Um, so 
tiny utility room, just enough space for a, a shelf for the enlarger, and the trays actually sat under the enlarger. Um, and I think one of the reasons I liked it is because as a teenager, I could just go in there and play my music, and no one was allowed to come in, you know? Um, and, yeah, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, the process of printing and sort of the magic of seeing the image, you know, appear. Um, and, yeah, and then having these prints to, I'd take them to school and show them to people, sell them for a dollar, or usually, usually give them away. Um, and we didn't get to talk, and then we're going to move on to Chris and then circle yeah. back as a, as a group. But mm-hmm. this band's list, that piece of paper. Yeah. That- what is uh what is this? So this is the uh this is the index from one of my binders of negatives and these are all yeah, I organized the bands together and it looks like these are roughly from 80 to 91. So um, it's like a handwritten log. It looks like maybe you were just recording each time you Well, this so it's a it's a key like one E is um a sleeve of negatives oh, okay. and a contact sheet. Um for that event. Yeah. And that show. Yeah. Yeah, and then we were talking about plants and uh, <laughs> the very so nice what, plants. What are what are the what are plants? Or can you tell me what that is? Plants. Yeah, plants. It was the very nice plants, and they were a band. And my very first boyfriend, Tim Mosier, played guitar, um, and I have lots of pictures of them. Um, there he is. And then I told you earlier how. Um, yeah, just this past August, I went out to Baltimore and saw Tim playing in Junkyard, who he's been with for a number of years now. And he he and the vast majority of these people are all still playing music mm-hmm. or all doing something related to music. Um, and that just, that makes me really happy and proud. Right. Um, but that inventory basically is just all the times you took photos at DC Space or what? Well, yeah, this is, it's, it's an index to the negatives of the shows. Yeah. The shows that I was at and, and there are, there are other shows that aren't indexed here, but this is, this is the vast majority of them. And thankfully it's, it's a finite number. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and certainly not every shot was good. You Mm -hmm. know, that's, that's the other thing with shooting with film, you know, if, if it was 24 exposures, Sometimes maybe only five would be really, mm-hmm. in my opinion, great shots. Although I also, I love the fact that now that we can scan the negatives, you can see so much more information in the negative than you could, you know, enlarging it the old-fashioned way. And so I'm, I'm also still rediscovering what I shot, you know, 40 years ago now. Oh, great. Uh, and then... Um I just remind people we're speaking with Athena Angelos about her photography, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk more after uh, Chris has put through the ringer here with me. But we'll stop there and circle back. But Chris has been sitting patiently and quietly, mm-hmm. nodding and smiling as we've been passing around these photographs. But Chris, I guess, I, again, I'm turning the lens on you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about you? Sure, yes. I was uh, born in New Jersey and uh, spent the first 20 or so years there. And kind of traveled down the East Coast and just ended up here with my uh, wife in the early 2000s. And uh, we've been kind of, you know, enjoying life in D.C. since. And um, I guess to some of the questions you had asked Athena, um, 
I had only started shooting, I guess, um, about eight or nine years ago. After the birth of my second child, my wife said, hey, we should get a, get an air quotes here, real camera. Because remember when our first uh, born was born, um, a couple friends came and visited and took these great photos. And every time when they left, I would be left my point and shoot and take these blurry messes. And so I jumped at that because um, I had done a little bit of shooting of, of bands in the in the mid '90s. Not much to really speak of, and most is now lost. Um, but I had had the itch um, for a couple of years, and uh, and so jumped at the uh, at the idea of uh, getting a, again a real camera. And you know, because my um, Probably primary motivation was to get out and shoot uh, shows because we were already going to shows and had been for twenty some odd years, um, and so uh, so yeah, so that was that answers a couple of those questions. It does, yeah. Not that we have to like stick to that Q and A format or whatever, but uh, what um, what uh, do you feel like the music comes before the photography thing? I mean, is that what was drawing you? Is just going to the shows? So like what? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine not going to shows at this point. It's like just what I do. It's what my wife does. Um, as often as we can, we can do it together, but we do have, like I said, about a nine and 11 year old right now. And it's, it's a little difficult, but Fort Reno shows like Athena says, those are the greatest shows. We get to bring the whole family, um, shoot those as well. Um, so I would say that the music definitely has come first. I mean, ever since my first show seeing the Ramones, um, I was hooked. And, uh, you know, uh, now I guess almost 30 years later, um, you know, now I'm trying to get up as close as I can to the front and take as many photos. And I wish I had a ratio of one to five great photos like you had with film. But um, it's, uh, yeah, it's... I. It, it has actually, I would say, it's been a rebirth for me with going to shows and the music. It's now this kind of, um, it's another way to enjoy it. Um, I know a lot of people could maybe think that when you put a camera in front of your face and you're mediating what's happening, that you're kind of pulling yourself away from it and getting your mind kind of too focused on things. But it doesn't doesn't really work that way for me. I, I somehow feel, I guess, a lot more connected to the show and... I guess to a small degree part of it because I'm documenting it, but also with that is trying also not to, um, not to kind of, uh, mess up the show in any way. So try to be the kind of hopefully not too tall guy in the front, uh, trying to take (laughs) like the fly on the wall, not interrupting. Exactly. yeah. Yeah. Not trying to, uh, kind of, um, disturb the process or put my own stamp on it. Just document what's there and, you know, hopefully, hopefully get, one out of every five would be <laughs> yeah. a good shot. And is there some crossover in uh, duplication in your interest in the music here that we're talking about in terms of what we're documenting? Is that an obvious question? I wish I shot I mean, Minor Threat, but I that was. But I mean the bit, genre. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes, born in 1976. So yes. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I would say so. I mean, uh, so I see. I've. A few of those bands, or at least members from that, uh, like you said, are still playing, and I've shot some of them as well. And, uh, you know, primary my interests are, you know, uh, started with punk and hardcore, and 
now a bit more kind of um, kind of indie rock based as well as um, those others you know in there as well as some avant-garde stuff experimental stuff yeah and i didn't get to say i met chris at the punk rock flea market we've decided that was the <laughs> official name at yes. uh, st stephen's uh whenever that was i don't know i think it was november of uh 2019 okay yeah yeah and chris will talk about your book i mean that's i mean it's a great i guess i'm realizing as i'm saying this you know i was going to ask what motivated you to to make the book and you can answer that but the other part of this is i mean it's great that you made a book because you then you get to meet you know you have something Absolutely. you can share with people that that leads to these kinds of conversations, but like, Absolutely. yeah. So what motivates you to, to make that book? And can you tell us like what the background is? Cause I think it's really awesome what uh, you assembled there. Sure. Yeah. Um, well the motivation to make something I think came from that. I was taking all these photos and I have a few hard drives full of, I will not say how many, but, um, a whole lot of photos and I would put them on Flickr for a while. And then, then I kind of created my own site, put them up there. And then uh, a buddy kept saying, you know, why don't you use Instagram? It's made for someone like yourself. So eventually I really started to kind of dive into using Instagram. And, and it, it's, it's been great. Um, you get a lot of feedback from that. Um, and it's fun. But I still I felt like I was making all of these photos. I was shooting exclusively in digital and didn't have anything like these wonderful things that Athena has here. Um, not only, you know, the the the, uh, the notes of what's on the contact sheets, but the actual 8x10s here and, you know, the negatives and all the things you can do with that. All I had was these digital, untangible, intangible, whichever it is, um, items and like files files exactly and i had gone through hard drive crashes there's uh, 2015 is a dark year the, for the me. crash of 2015 yes we uh, lost all that data we lost a lot of it i was able to get some back but there's some i'll never get back but thankfully i was still putting things on Flickr at that point so it was, i had to I could grab some of those back but i wanted something um to be a little bit more tangible and at the time um, did a zine with uh, my wife Sarah and uh, John Davis, who is a University DC, of Maryland, yeah, exactly, and uh, Q and not you, and exactly yeah, called Confab, where it was kind of um, he did the uh, an interview and it was kind of an in depth interview with a you know one band. We only did two issues, but then we used my photos either live or when they, we were doing the interview, um, and kind of create this thing and just kind of give it out for free and. Doing that, I think, really inspired me to want to like actually then, well, what, what else can I do with these photos? And so for years after that, I was trying to figure, well, I don't want to just throw them all in something and it needs a theme. Um, I'd read a lot of places, you know, what people are saying, like, well, you know, you really need to kind of concentrate on a, a central theme. And so at the end of 2018, um, the black the black cat closed their backstage stage. Which and was a big deal. I mean, there were a lot of articles about that and how it's, we're losing these unique spaces and right, exactly. all and it, the implications there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It was this wonderful space uh, on the first floor in the back beyond the Red Room. Saw some great bands. I wish I had shot much earlier. Bands that are, you know, some people are no longer with us. Some bands have obviously long gone. But um, shot a lot of shows there. And it really... In some respects, I think I say in, in the, the book itself that it was like my, my proving ground. It was very dark, um, not a lot of light, and um, very difficult light. And so 
Um, I was really learning as I went. I didn't know how to shoot. I got this new, you know, air quotes, real camera and just, you know, had to figure out how to find as much light as I could. And so... But you also found your theme. And I found my theme. Thank you. Of uh, So at the end of 2018, uh, they were closing the Black Hats backstage. And so I kind of thought, you know what, this is a great theme. I'll just put together things that I shot there from, I think it was uh, 2013 through 2018. Um, I called it Sorry Closed, kind of a clunky title, but... Um, and uh, just kind of threw them together. It's uh, pretty much just photos. I have a little kind of intro on the front just kind of explaining that theme. And like DC-specific bands, right? Um, or for the most part? Uh, I would say probably maybe half and half, or you might be right. I have never actually done the, the proportions. But um, yeah, kind of larger bands that came through as well that played. Sometimes you know a larger band would still end up playing the backstage. Um, but when you were taking photos, you didn't know that there was like this clock ticking that that space would be closed. Oh, no, not until... It's just like retrospect. Yeah, exactly. There's some photos of like um, Hammered Halls, uh, Clear Channel is on the cover, um, and there's a couple other bands at the end of 2018 when every when it was well known that it was going to close, and I wanted to make sure I was there for a couple of those shows. And um, those are absolutely highlights for me, even though unfortunately it was at the end of that specific stage... Um, you know, I, some of my favorite photos of, are of Alec and Hammered Halls um, in just right under the spotlight in there, and I have a couple of them in there. And um, yeah, so it was uh, it was it just like sort of accidentally, I guess, had this uh, uh, other layer that initially did, wasn't present. Exactly, and it you know, unfortunately, is the closing of something was able to kind of I was able to birth this thing through that which so I guess it uh lived on at least in a few copies uh, right so all then. black and white uh the back <laughs> the back of it I like it's a set list I think on a yeah so this is it's a it's somebody the, the guy was standing next to me it was after I had shot the show and I was just kind of watching the back um this is for this band that's in here called the nasty band and the Lead singer, I could be wrong, but um, is much more older than the rest and had never left, if I remember correctly, New York City. So it was his first show outside of New York City. And so the, the band itself is a, a bit noisy, but he was kind of doing, um, forgive me for this horrible interpretation, but kind of, um, kind of more standards, like just singing standards over this noisy thing. And this, these were his notes that this person had taken a picture of. And just saw it and took a photo of the of the uh, of the iPhone there, and uh, I mean, and actually, my reason for that was I had this other pl- project that I'm always working on, of of you know people with their phones because I have a problem with using my phone way too often in places when I shouldn't, of uh, just kind of documenting people like in museums while they're on their phone or whatnot, and so but then it ended up being perfect for kind of the back cover. It is, of yeah. This. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just to kind of close this out, and then Athena, we're going to go back and we'll just have like a, a three-person conversation. But uh, uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, but the photos come, I mean, the book comes with like these sample photographs in the back. Correct. Yeah, I have, uh, well, not this one right in front of me, but I have, uh, I put four, um, one of four prints in the back of all of them um, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I like the idea of a, you know, you're not just getting this, you're buying, you know, this, you could say that, um, you know, a book itself is art, but then you're getting a print with right. it. Um, and kind of not to 
you know, get all high and mighty, but like kind of democratizing that, you know, art and just being, you know, it's available to anybody, to everybody. And so, and I think the crash created this because you had the data crash and now this is like clearly a physical thing. Yes. Yeah. No. I, and so I enjoyed like kind of researching, uh, you know, what materials would be kind of acid free, um, unfortunately, through this, I found out that glue dots will leach through the pages. So that's <laughs> how I had adhered the, the uh, acid-free envelope that held the, the print in the back. But, um, but yeah, it was, so it was a, a great learning um, kind of process for me. And I just I felt like, you know, I wanted to create something kind of limited and, uh, you know, have that extra bit of a... Print. Right. And do the bands... I told you my friend is in here on drums, but do the bands ever find out that they're... I mean, do you ever notify them? Do they know they're in here? Um, that is a great question. I think many of them do. I kind of just did this thing, and I'm not saying that I went with the whole, uh, you know, uh, do first and ask for forgiveness later, um, but I just was, you know, kind of caught up in just wanting to get things out there um, that uh, I've, I've heard... You know, I know that, like, for instance, again, Hammered Holes, like, they all now have copies of it, and so they were excited about it. And um, so I've I've heard, you know, some, I think, pretty positive uh, reactions from the bands that are excited to be in it. Great. And then, like, swiveling back now to Athena, it's that notion of, like, we haven't talked about your products, I'll say air quotes, Mm -hmm. but that notion of, like, you know, we were talking about Chris and how he has a book now, and I'm not going to, I don't think I'm overplaying this notion that, you know, you're doing the particularly photography, you have these single objects, single images, something like a book puts it all sort of in one place where people can hold it or online. It's, it's like, you know, it's something people can access and share. And so like for your, we didn't talk about your, your other stack of books here and stuff, but can you tell me like uh, the value of having your work in some physical thing that's passed around me? We were talking about your work with the Library yeah. of Congress. I mean, we should really talk about okay. that. So quickly, this will be a failure if we have not talked yeah. about it. Yeah. So very quickly, um, I was really, really lucky in that in 1990, I fell into the world of picture research. I'd never heard of it before. And what is that? So someone asked me, um, it was a, a publisher in New York, said, we're doing a series of history books. Can you go to the Library of Congress and find old photos that was the job description and i said sure old I'll, photos yeah okay. um and it, you know it's it's I much they, they much more than old photos it's prints and engravings and drawings and posters and maps and music and all sorts of ephemera etc cetera, etc cetera. and i was also really lucky to be hired for almost 20 years as an independent contractor for the library of congress's publishing office so they produce these they used to produce these big, beautiful books, um, the point of which was to show off what's at the Library of The Congress. collections yeah. that people don't see. Exactly. And I, I got to be one of the people who went around to all the divisions, you know. Yeah, specific assignments, obviously, uh-huh. and you're just uh-huh. combing through and pulling up. Exactly. And then how did that, like, dovetail into this other stuff? Like, uh-huh. you're, don't you have your photos in, aren't you, are you? What is your, I guess I'm getting at some of the books, that postcard book or... Right, so that was, so the protest postcard book was a little a little independent project I did, although it was still with the Library of Congress. Just cold from your research for them? Yeah, okay. yeah, and it was something that interested me, um, and it was easy enough to do, you know, assemble. Um, it's sort of a historic survey of Americans protesting um, in postcard form, and I brought... America and the Great War um, by Margaret Wagner, which is this nice, beautiful 
tome on World War I, um, which was the last publication that I did with the library. And I'm still, I'm still a freelance researcher, um, working on some fun projects now, not for the library. Um, um, and I, I realize I didn't ask this the right way, but I, uh, our friend Mark Minsker is how I met yes, you. Yes, and there's yes, that yes. Tinley Town going full circle here. And uh, Tinley Town Art All Night, and I ran into you hanging your photographs. Right. But I guess this is kind of the question I was getting at, is like sharing your work in a public mm-hmm. space, sharing your work, your photographs, in so, a public space. What is the significance or value of right. that? Right, so I, that was my very first exhibit oh, ever. See, that surprises me. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm especially grateful to my friend Jeff Krulik, who is friends with Mark Minsker. Jeff told Mark, hey, my friend Tina, that's what I used to be called, my friend Tina shot Fort Reno. You should talk to her. And Mark contacted me, and, and I had, had a lot of these printed for the first time um, for the exhibit. So I'm an archivist, and I love that we have enough time to get to this. Mm-hmm. So I just picture all your contact sheets and uh-huh. some photographs, and they're stored in envelopes uh, uh-huh. with some notations and post-its and stuff and boxes somewhere. Like, where I'm not going to break <laughs> yeah, into your house. Yeah, sure, Ray. And what's the address? Where do you live again? It's on your release waiver here, I think. <laughs> no, no I'm, but tell I'm, me, can you walk us through? I'm laughing at how you think they're stored, but... Oh, I thought something you were laughing. Like, something like that. Like, yeah. how accurate is that? Like. Uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It, it needs work. That's a though. very non-committal answer. It what needs work. No, well, pretty so good. so Christopher and I were saying beforehand. It's I I completely have the cobbler's child is shoeless syndrome. You know, I I professionally look for images by other people, um, and research images and my own. Oh, are neglected. A little. Okay. A little. But. Um, did we wrap up that train of thought, though? I guess I was asking about about not just your archives, but, I mean, do you have any impulse to share, to make a book, to do something with these photographs, to share them? And some, absolutely, not, absolutely. And what would that look like? Yeah, no, I, I definitely want to do another exhibit of right. my band yes. material. Friends and bands. I like the friends photos, But too. then I also have this idea to do a pictorial memoir about... My life in D.C. Okay, so you have all sorts of ideas. Why? And there's one image I really want to show you because I don't think... On I, the, just hold it up to the microphone and people can... <laughs> anyone... But see, no, I, you look at this. And I'm looking at me. that. I love it. So that's, I, a, that's a band, right? Uh, yes, that's a band. And they're on the grounds they're of St. Elizabeth's. They're on the grounds. big bass drum and someone else is holding another kind of drum. So this is at St. Elizabeth's. Okay. And the nurse holding the tray with the little cups of pills is my mom okay that's yeah <laughs> that's in the show that's gonna make the cut don't you think so this that'll is, be in the show it's one of my dad's oh, wow. beautiful codochromes which i've it's, got yeah the colors are really too. rich yeah and it's very clear and uh but who is this band ray because i know you care about all the bands all the music i do but i don't know this will be fun to research oh come on who is that <laughs> Okay. Silence noted. Um, <laughs> so I look forward to the a show at yeah. Lost Origins yes. or something. Yes, I, I think know. that is where it'll be. I hope so. And now moving over to Chris, and then we can sort of wrap it up. I don't, I don't know. I mean, so what are your future plans? What are the... Yeah, what so do you think? I, when I created this, I gave a name to this kind of publishing, quote-unquote, company. So Leave Home Press. And so I 
completely caught the bug of kind of creating things. So, but is Leave Home Press a real press, or is it you? It's me. Yeah, it's He's me. Real. And uh, yeah, I, I wow. pinch myself. <laughs> um, and so I have so. I'm working with uh, a local photographer, Claire Packer, hopefully get uh, a book of her photos out um, sometime. And what does she do? What's her stuff like? Um, so she has a few different things that she does. Um, she has kind of more art-based stuff. And then she's at you know pretty much every show that I'm at as well. Um, and she, like a lot of people in D.C., she just knows everybody. And so she's has, um, don't want to spoil too much, but she's has this idea of kind of um, kind of uh, taking photos of these uh, kind of uh, musicians and something that kind of represents them and whatnot. So um, it's kind of exciting, and we're still kind of working out some of the details with it, but cool. uh, hopefully that'll come out soon. And then I have uh, just kind of a few other kind of projects uh, kind of working on some kind of... Uh, these things you called punk cards you would get in the mail about shows coming up and compiling a lot of those together for a, a, a certain venue I used to go to a lot in New Jersey. And so things like that, just kind of like limited run things of just interesting uh, collections. Sure. And we're coming up on sort of the end here. we got about four minutes or something, not as if I'm watching the clock. But uh, I thought we would wrap with it, each of you asking each other a question if I didn't get to ask anything. But I, but I want to get first... If the, if the people who see your photographs tend to be the people who are a part of that scene. Because I'm always like, what do the young people think? Do the younger people care? So like, in a short answer, who tends to respond to these photographs? Both of you. Are That's they the question? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Is so, it yeah, I, your peers, our peers, or is it? So based on the, my exhibit of the Fort Reno pictures, um, I was really pleased with how many of the people in the pictures came to see themselves from 30 years earlier. Um, I was also really happy that a lot of younger people came. And of course, they just had that, the, the reaction of, oh my God, this is so cool. Look what you were wearing. Look at your shoes. Look at the cars. <laughs> the fashion. The, well, yeah. yeah. And because and it's, you know, it's 10, 10 years before they were even born. So um, no, and I, I appreciate that more and more, thinking about how we look to Younger people. Yeah. yeah. Well, how it looks. And then, Chris, any comments on that? Um, I think for me and for this, since it is um, there, it is heavily DC. So to your your point, yeah, right. there's a lot of DC bands. So I'd say um, probably, unfortunately, younger than myself, uh, probably most uh, younger people um, kind of responding to the the images in here and online. Um, so yeah, I would say. Are kind of of our peer group and and uh, younger, but probably mostly younger. Meaning the kids that are kids. forced because their parents are doing it. No, and they're good at the Instagram. I'm not good <laughs> at it. I try, but we'll see. But um, are there anything that we didn't get to cover that you, that either of you would want to ask each other that I that we didn't? Is there? Do you have any comments or thoughts for one another? I. I mean, I have. I have. I have a book of questions for Athena. Given you know the. I wish I could keep, you know, trying to not bump the mic while looking over as she was showing some of the photos and of the uh, the notes of which she has. But I guess, you know, is there any shows that you kind of uh, photograph that really stand out in your mind, like some of your favorite ones? Um, because, yeah, just looking as she's opening up, it is... I don't know. I don't know that... Um, I don't know that there was a favorite show, although the, the Slicky Boys, of course... 
especially because of Kim Kane. Just it's a great photo, man. Very, very fun. But then I am going to show you. Take it out of this. This is, this is one of my favorites because they're just singing and playing their little hearts out. Who is that? You know, it's the very nice plants. They're all seven, kids. 17, 18 <laughs> years old. And, and uh, Joe Richmond does Radio Diaries with NPR. Andy Gensler um, is with the Oakview Group now and Polestar Magazine. And Tim Mosier is in Junkyard and a bunch of other bands. Right, and I think we can close on that. We were talking before the show about how pe- these people that were doing things then are still doing things now. Yep. Some of them are doing versions of that same thing but mm-hmm. you know these things go on like mm-hmm. they don't just disappear yeah so it's nice to to think about these things in that way but uh, i've got an yes. outro script to read here we're good thank you Ray. All right. so thank you yeah. very much Ray. yeah thank thanks guys all. thanks for coming in this was an episode of um all things local from the dc public library we broadcasted live from Full Service Radio in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. at the Line Hotel. Visit dclibrary.org for more information or follow us on Twitter at DCPL or Instagram. Chris, ask your kids about that at DC Public Library. <laughs> Go to dcpl.simplecast.com to listen to this and previous episodes of DC Public Library on Full Service Radio. Have a good afternoon, everyone, and thanks for listening. Thanks.